Say hey, y'all. It's Amber Sheree. It's And it's the Inner Circle Podcast. Circle Podcast. Hey, y'all. It's Amber Sheree. And Taylor Breeze here. And this is the Inner Circle Podcast. Welcome, guys, to another week. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to our podcast. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it's another week. And it's we're well into this 2023, huh? Mm-hmm. I think it seems like it's flying already. Yeah. Uh, it's already the end of January. This is our last podcast of the first month of this year. Yeah yeah and it's uh i think the consistency even though we were a day late due to um just crazy circumstances from last week i think us kind of getting back on that saddle and uh getting back here every single week has been uh an adjustment yeah it has and um definitely just like getting into routine i i say like we're at the end of this month and my routine is shot like um, <laughs> and so it's it's still that building but honestly this sounds egocentric i know but i don't really feel like the new year starts until my birthday um because mm-hmm. if you count it like it actually like my birthday is enough at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and also I only had like it's more equitable you know what I mean like mm-hmm. <laughs> counting the year return <laughs> like your solar return as a way of like measuring your life steps I feel like is just a little bit more fair because okay. like um, if I think about me being in February versus my friends being in November and December, um, I've had more time on the earth. Like, I, I mean, I know it's six months or whatever, eight, 10 months, 10 months is a long time. You could have like, so maybe I just, I consider my birthday, like the start of the new year, to be honest. <laughs> You're not the only one. I think, um, Bianca actually does that and some other people do it too, because it's just, I don't know. It's it's their year of, I don't know, restarting. I guess I could probably follow that too, um, mm-hmm. because my birthday is right smack middle of the year. Yeah, like literally almost. Um, literally. And so I could probably do like a six month, like you know, check in at the beginning of the year and keep it moving. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, whatever you feel like you want to do, if it's if February, whatever is, I want to put your real birthday out there. But if, <laughs> if February it's gonna come out, so yeah. I, but yeah, I mean, technically, it's kind of public news. I mean, you know, they the public Google knowledge. Me. Yeah, yeah they, they could Google me. I mean, my social media accounts are private but um your birthday is probably not one of those things no 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 it's still I mean you can only see it from like posts that I would do on my birthday right like I um because I'm only considering Instagram and Facebook like nobody I mean people use Facebook but I don't know why you don't anyways so I saw you bringing me down that uh down into that hole and I, I stopped <laughs> you, before I fell in. 
you chose peace today i see (laughs) (laughs) i'm working on it (laughs) Uh, so how was your week so far oh yeah um I guess my week kind of had the same week. (laughs) Yeah, my week so far has kind of been really surrounded by family, which I'm grateful for. And I think that through this past week, we've kind of been reminded of like what family means to us. Um, And I think that all in all being said, like, I'm very proud of myself because like, I don't feel like I'm not acknowledging my emotions or anything like that. But I feel like I've, I'm very steady. Um, uh, typically, like, I'm very empathetic, like I can feel other people's emotions a lot. Um, and I learned, I know, I hate like getting so into this, but um. <laughs> I love it also. I and I will do it unapologetically from now on. Um <laughs> being the zodiac that I am. Oh God, I'm um, <laughs> I was listening to she's a medium actually. And so she like does um uh birth chart and zodiac work, but she also is a medium and I listen to her every Sunday and I was just laughing. Her name is Jessica Leonardo. And she does this podcast called Ghost of a Podcast, where she talks about people's birth charts in the beginning and certain problems that they are going through at the current moment. And then she um, goes into the horoscope for the week. But um, she was talking to a Pisces this year or this week, and she was just talking about... um, I looked at the the title and I was like, this is going to be a Pisces because she names it based off of the chart reading. And it was about enlightenment. And um, she, through this, talked about how like Pisces kind of have this way of being washed over um, with emotions where it can kind of be hard to see who's them and who's uh like the external so like overly empathetic um and i feel that i don't know if if this means i'm less piscean or <laughs> or what but like you, i've had that before and i i'm pretty good at like being empathetic and recognizing what's going on but not being too sympathetic and like allowing i mean i've had trouble focusing of course but of otherwise like feeling overwhelmed with emotions I actually feel like pretty good so over all in all um I started up a new dating app this week uh um which is kind of random but I've been on Bumble for a while um and that's really like where I was sticking but then I felt like the options weren't the greatest to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. And so my bestie Taiti told me um, to get Hinge and I have some other friends who use Hinge and they've been finding success with it. Um, so I got Hinge and uh, they do have better <laughs> options. I will say that much. I like, I really like the platform a lot. Um, and I already have a date, but we'll see because I don't know because sometimes I get weird, but then like I feel like I'm locked in because reservations are made. So maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe just 
Jesco. Jesco, and if something happens to you, I have your location, and yes. I'll roll up on them. So yes, you do. And <laughs> I'm I've been to this place before. I'm not gonna put all of that on Front Street, obviously, but I've been to this place before, and I like it. It's nice. Um, it's in a, a public area um but it's not necessarily like well lit but i <laughs> i think there's a lot of uh bystanders that i if if i do get abducted at least some of them <laughs> would see most likely understood yeah so how are how is your week going uh this week has been pretty traumatizing and pretty emotional so i'm just uh taking it day by day this yeah. month has been trash um i mean i guess it's been a blessing because i'm still here and i'm still breathing but man this year i thought last year started off with a bang boy i mean this one's just a little bit better but i feel like i'm gonna hold my breath every january like yeah, january's can oh be rocky God. like it's just between busy season and um and personal stuff it's just like I don't know and so I've been um adding in I have a tip of the week later on that we'll talk about that's been helping me kind of get through but I think you know when I when I was over winter break um and I had a chance to really reflect to a certain extent over my life and what I wanted for this year my word of the year was flow and mm -hmm. I feel like God is really holding me to that <laughs> you did say that I spoke that into existence and I really feel like he is like listen for real is that where we want to go okay you better you better remember that word flow uh which in my mind was just kind of roll with the flow but yeah. I'm such a planner organizer a actually and some things I'm terrible at like when it comes to gifts and presents and like birthdays and special events and stuff I I've dropped the ball over the years as becoming an adult where I struggle with that mm -hmm. uh unless it's in my calendar but like for stuff like work and different things like that it's more of like here's my plan and I gotta stick with it and yeah. I've been learning over the last couple of years, girl, throw that plan out the window. You're going to have to uh swim freestyle and just like get in there and come on over to the cozy side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's warm in here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but this this week, uh, this month has been insane. But I will definitely, once we um are done with busy season, which should be um, hopefully beginning of March, mm -hmm. I plan on taking a lot of vacation, even if I have nowhere to go. Yeah. I will not leave any days on the table this year. Like I, even if I have to work somewhat like, on call I'm not gonna be tied to my desk or have yeah. to be anywhere because I just life is too short to be yeah. tied down to a desk <laughs> I'm just saying I mean you're right it's just it's hard to it's hard when you depending on your profession sometimes you're tied to a building or a desk or you know something hardly I mean 
Okay. I mean, I we're not going to go there, but I <laughs> I do well, feel that a lot of the most productive people are not died to their deaths, um, in my opinion, but that's just me. Um, I also wanted to acknowledge, um, before we get into the word of the week, um, we're in a, a new lunar cycle. So, um, it was just, some people recognize it as Chinese new year, but it's not necessarily correct. (laughs) It's just in the sense that, um, some, eastern part of the worlds go based off the east or off the lunar cycle rather than the solar cycle of like the um new year so when we say new year we're talking about the new calendar year which is based off of the solar um rotation versus the moon um is a little bit slower and has a different um rotation pattern um and i wanted to acknowledge those who were a part of the mass shooting um that happened in celebration of the lunar new year in southern california um and I just hope not to bring down the mood, um, but uh, I really hope that we're able to do whatever possible to like end mass shootings. Like, I don't know what we need to do as a country, as a community, um, as a united front against this, but it's just it's just so disheartening. Mm-hmm. Um, and my sentiments go out to all of those who are affected more than just on the moral basis of this happening, but those who may have ties to um, that at all. Um, so yeah, we're in the year of the rabbit. So um, and that's supposed to bring among um good fortune and flow um is what my understanding is so that's kind of cool yeah absolutely (laughs) yes i agree well cool well taylor what is um well not cool because that's really sad Uh, well the lunar new year and the the rabbit is cool i think most people could understand that yeah kind of say (laughs) um so taylor what is the word of the week um the word of the week is vulnerable um so this is based off of our topic and our um kind of like a mood that we've been cultivating i think in both of our lives of being like more open with stuff Mm -hmm. and um so vulnerability or vulnerable the adjective is um in need of special care support or protection because of age disability risk of abuse or neglect um it also (laughs) can mean um uh susceptible to physical or emotional attack or harm um i chose this word because i when we think of vulnerability we think of like being open and i think something about being open emotionally is it does kind of make you open to like attack as well um and I think that's why in especially our world it's easier for us to maybe um be more guarded or not allow for ourselves to be attacked (laughs) um and I think that's part of that fight or flight and that nervous system conditioning of 
um, protecting itself, um, protecting us, our being, our emotional stability. And I think that uh, there's like a balance to vulnerability and stability um, and they they can coexist. And I think that um, as we go through life, there's a lot of chances that we have to show up as our vulnerable selves. And I think that allows us to deepen connections because yes, openness can mean the harm aspect of it but it also can mean that people can be more deeply involved in you and who you are and um kind of more of a like a soul tether if you will to be poetic with it so (laughs) um word of the week vulnerable um and uh you know think about it throughout the week think it's okay to be vulnerable with safeguards and in the proper situation so yep that sounds that is my life right now so relatable (laughs) yeah So, so you guys we thought about this week um I don't know much about this topic, but Taylor and I are like testing out a couple of things, obviously, in the right season of season seven, episode three. Yes, uh, <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> uh, I was struggling last week. Um, and so we thought it'd be kind of cool, just like I was pulling from when we had season one and we were just so like. I don't know, just free flowing and just doing random stuff. And I remember us doing the dating. Um, No, it wasn't the dating. It was the questions uh, Taylor got from like this, like YouTuber or something at that point. Um, And so I thought it'd be cool to do soft life since uh, Taylor is all into the uh, just a lot more eclectic, um, more like, I guess soft life you know a laid back type of um lifestyle than I approach yeah yes and so she knows a lot more than I do but I keep hearing this word trending and so I thought maybe we can have a very brief conversation about it and hear what you guys have to say about it too so Taylor what would you how enlightened me yes I would love to enlighten all of y'all but that is a journey to take on your own but um I will let you know about what soft life is that is what I can do for you um so I just quickly looked it up just to get the uh origin story because a lot of times in social media especially um the the founder if you will can get lost um so I don't know the specific person um but it it is uh uh, coined by a nigerian influencer is who um is credited with bringing up this concept of soft life and a soft life is about having a life of ease and low stress or more better saying is a life of comfort and low stress um I definitely think that it's it's always a compliment for Black women to say that you are resilient, that you have grit, that you're so strong. That is like the image, the 
um, almost caricature of what it means to be, be a Black woman is to have all odds stacked against you and still prevail. It's um, it's Black Panther. It's banging your head against a brick wall, hoping it'll move and people applauding you to do it while they have a lumberjack or what is it called? A, a jackhammer sitting okay. next to them and they could help you, but they're like, you got it, girl. You're so strong. Keep doing what you're doing. Now I see where you're going. Okay. Yeah. Right. You was losing me with the brick wall. I was like, where's she going with this? It's, it's having asking a person to move the brick wall knowing that they there's tools there that could make their lives a lot more easeful and comfortable but instead putting the onus on them to figure it out and saying you got this rather than providing resources that would be of great help to them um and so really what this soft life era comes from is like women of all uh, races and ethnicities saying like I don't want to be resilient anymore I don't want to have people expect the world of me and give me nothing to accomplish it I want to be soft I want to be able to cry when things hurt my feelings I want to be able to get angry when people do stuff to piss me off and take advantage of me um, it's leaning into the fact of like your humanity is kind of what I would put it as. It is a life of choosing the things that make you happy to be you and also be comfortable while doing it. And also at the same time, uh, giving people the autonomy to show up in your life how you expect them to so when I say giving people the autonomy as in if you don't say that you need help how are people supposed to know that you need help you know so that's tying back into the word of the week about vulnerability and just being able to articulate when things are maybe a little bit not comfortable for you and asking people to show up for you in a way that you need them to or enforcing your boundaries to say you don't get to do this to me and being soft life are we talking about something else soft life is like it's all of these things like the resiliency piece like Mm -hmm. it's all of these things it's (laughs) it's it's a it's a lifestyle it's choosing to show up in an easeful comfortable way but it also requires that for work as well so you can't say like I don't want to be resilient anymore. I want to live a life of comfort and ease without saying I need the tools to live a life of comfort and ease. For me to be comfortable, it takes me having a nice bed, a soft robe, a nice blanket, and those things take money. So that (laughs) that means I still need the tools to make money. And at the same time, uh, to bring that ease or that softness into work is also being allowed to like show up as a person and like not take people's crap at the same time. But at but 
still being able to lead with love and comfort at the forefront is what I'm kind of getting at. Interesting. What do you what do you think a soft life means? I mean, I had just interpreted as um a life without drama and a life with just I don't know, like Zen. Like yeah. things that cause any type of discomfort, not necessarily like facing them or standing up for yourself, but kind of being passive a little bit. Um yeah. and kind of being like just you know, I don't really care anymore. <laughs> or I don't care enough to argue, to fight, to change, to do anything different. Like, yeah, I, I think I'm just going to be in cutoff season, you know, like type of thing. And But then also creating a space of like yoga and meditation and teas and sleep. And, you know. um Yeah. So I, I think I just, all of it. Yeah, I just took it as that but I only know a small like understanding of it so I'm definitely nowhere near anyone's expert um that's part of it for sure I definitely feel like we're kind of hitting at the same point but I think that like that uh, like you're definitely like encompasses like the things that look like softness I think but at the same time enable to be able to achieve those things and still have the means to do such right so like at work like things are going to trigger you and you could be like oh well um but I think that's like a level of dissociation too though could I mean what do you think yeah and I mean um from what I understand too is like with soft life like looking at your environment and what you Again, this is my interpretation, y'all. Like, just this is my view of it. This is not the truth. Yeah, but like, is my interpretation. Yeah, but if you like, let's say you do have a job that's very stressful, and it is causing some angst and unhealthy lifestyle, like it's impacting, or um, you know, it's so busy and so stressful, it's causing health problems and different things like that. Mm-hmm. um inner or outer problems then some a, a way to evaluate if you want to have a soft life or, or a life of ease and abundance and you know flow is to consider mm-hmm. do I really like what are my basic needs in this mm-hmm. situation and like do I need to make six figures and asking that question everybody's like uh yeah but mm-hmm. you know but it's getting paid this amount of money for this amount of angst is Mm. it equivalent or is there something that I can do to in my life to be content and Mm. or be resourceful or be uh just uh okay with what Mm. I have you know and understanding that it's more than a enough And then maybe quitting that job Mm -hmm. and it providing a little bit more ease and uh, flow and less stressful to your life. And maybe doing, maybe not necessarily leaving the profession, but maybe switching to a different industry that fits that type of lifestyle and your values that you have at that point while you're trying to create this better 
life for yourself. Got you. I do think that there are definitely circumstances where you are able to make those decisions. Like, no, I don't need to make six figures. I would like to go, you know, something that would feel more soft is like being a part of the community. And, and we know that our community workers don't necessarily, um, you know, there are some who make six figures for sure, but most, you know, don't. And so I think when we think about it in that way, um, yes, but at the same time, I think you can cultivate ease wherever you are. Um, like if you know that your job is stressful, how can you be resourceful to figure out how to make this time less stressful for you. Do you feel like there's anything that you could think of that could make this season of your life or this job, uh, if every part of this job is just stressful, then yeah, you might need a new job. But if there's certain areas or tasks within this job that make it stressful, um, is there anything I can do to better cope with this is kind of like how I see that as well. Because I know for myself, like when I'm making six figures and when I'm excelling in my career in the way that I know I will one day, I still feel that I, yes, I will be busy. Yes, I will have expectations of me, but I also feel that I will be able to cultivate the ease that I would like to 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 have in life at the same time um and just speaking from experience when I did have high stress um ease looked like okay um this specific scenario is very triggering right now like you are your nervous system is it's there like it's fighting for its life right now what do you? I need to do in this moment to get me through? Is it, I need to have a nice coffee. I need a bottle of wine. <laughs> I need to have all these things. And you do those without judgment of yourself, I think. It's kind of like a part of it. Like, yes, I gained weight. But I mean, I was also living like the duality of it you know what I mean like I know the wine part is probably not the best example but like I think it's kind of tricky because if you do decide that you need to be doing x y and z I don't think that having a a soft life is out of the picture you know what I mean yeah I mean I if we take a step back and we talk about soft life in a mm-hmm. sense of because now I feel like we're just getting a little bit uh, more technical or more kind of like therapy type of area but I think like if we take a step back I really liked um when we talked before we started recording like what does that look like in our everyday mm-hmm. thing so to go on to your point in my like hypothetical example uh, about, you know, whoever is out there dealing mm-hmm. with stresses in their career, I think um, 
it's a soft life to me. Like you were mentioning with the wine and chocolate, if you were trying to create a soft life, but let's say you actually did like your job, but it's, it, you like the stressfulness, even though it's insane, like the adrenaline where you just come in and just like everything is just off the rails and you're just like, oh God, mm-hmm. but it gives you a little bit of like burn, you know, like a little bit of uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's it's draining, but you love it. But let's say to keep you from having like, really bad terrible health issues you know anything like that because of the stress a soft life would be like hey that four weeks that you keep leaving three weeks on the table every year take it like you know the soft life like take it but then not only take it take it and go to somewhere that's peaceful and maybe somewhere that's like outside of your normal routine so Instead of going to Aruba, why don't you book a ticket and go to like Bali Yeah, and really sit over there? You can't, you will not be able to have any service. Like yeah. you, it will force you to meditate, read, restore. I think of soft life being like restorative, mm-hmm. like restoring yourself. And like you mentioned before, it could be, you know, setting boundaries can be a restart for you. Um, sticking up for yourself, if that's something that you always feel like you are um, being uh, slighted, you know, that might be restorative you, restorative or empowering to you to be able to live the best life you want to live. Yeah. Um, but it's also draining. It can be draining to have to fight all the, fight for yourself or stand up for it. But it's not a fight, right? Yeah. Like, I think that saying your boundaries, because I guess I never, I don't think I used the language of like sticking up for yourself. Yeah, yeah. That was mine. That was mine. And the reason why I feel like stating your boundaries and sticking up for yourself may be different is because if someone talks to you crazy, like, yeah, you can stick up for yourself by stating your boundaries. So I guess it's one one, but the connotation maybe of sticking up for yourself comes off like combative, you know? It's fighting for people to respect you versus stating your boundaries, I feel like can be as easy as I don't like what you just said to me and made me feel this way. And then it's just done <laughs> like you know what I mean like I guess that's just who I am in the sense of like I'm not gonna argue with you I think everybody <laughs> has their own personalities I know but I think let's not harp on that no to get back reason, to but... what you were saying I know but... I just had to put that out there because I think oh. you could be eased in that but yes please sorry. Yeah, yeah I mean I think with soft life it's really just like like you mentioned in our pre-meeting, designing the type of mm. life that you want to live. And I know you're going to talk about that a little bit more later on in the podcast. Um, but I guess my last comment that I'll make on, on this particular topic is just, I guess I'll pose the same question to you, but I'll answer it for myself first is what does soft life mean to me? That's what I was going to ask you. That's my like high level understanding. I have not dug into this completely, but what would I want to, what would my environment look like 
uh, Mm -hmm. truly and have I ever experienced soft life so Mm -hmm. I think when I first moved to Ohio uh, that's always like that time period is always very pivotal to me you guys for you for sure yeah if you guys have been uh loyal member or not members jesus listeners <laughs> members too um uh but you guys will know that that is one of like ohio has a special place in my heart because it's just life it was life-changing to me but um however or other continuing um <laughs> I, <laughs> but uh I would say, you know, that time period, and even now when I think about it, um, life wasn't as stressful. I think I probably mm-hmm. added more stuff to it that made it stressful, but really life was not that stressful coming home. So I would say my soft life routine at that point in time was coming home and, well, going to the gym after work and doing like this amazing woman had a yoga class that was just so mm-hmm. awesome on Thursday nights. And it was just so like, she was bomb.com. Thursdays are really good fitness days, but mm-hmm. I'll digress. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, and obviously that's just one day, but yeah. um, I went to Bible study on Wednesdays and just different things like that. But things that kind of filled my cup, like coming home and lighting candles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I started to kind of do that a little bit more, but um uh so yeah, so I started doing that a little bit more, but really, like I would say back then, I really took ownership and then invested into some really good candles. Now I just feel like you just be buying stuff, just be buying it. So like that's one thing to have a soft life because it creates, depending on the aroma, it creates a particular mood on how you want to be, whether that's like lavender or it's like you know sleepiness and you know chill to um peppermint you know I have a diffuser in our bathroom where it's like restorative and refreshing and stuff it kind of like clears out your sinuses and I have migraines so it kind of helps me with that too Mm -hmm. so it's just different things like that but then also the lack of having things on my calendar all the time and Mm -hmm. having to be somewhere for it for anyone to do anything including ones that I put upon myself I didn't have a lot of that then. So I took like random road trips and did like very like sporadic uh, things. And so it was really cool. Um, So a soft life today, because that was when I was like 21, 22 years old. (laughs) Today, 10 years later, where I have a husband and a kid and like my job is a little bit more busy. I would say if I had to add a couple little things to give me some ease, um honestly like I really look forward to the summer of taking walks like at the beginning of the pandemic I Taylor knows like I used to be on that trail like I was wearing (laughs) that trail out like wearing it out uh I would be gone for hours Nick would be like are you coming home I'm like yeah I'm coming home um but I I lost that uh as we entered back into uh going back to work And so I think soft life, being able to walk and reflect and see, you know, your environment around you, look at the houses, meet your neighbors, et cetera. Um, But also like really getting back to baths. Like I did that a lot in in Ohio. I took baths. I went to stores to buy really nice bath bombs and 
really took time to I even watch like TV shows and I don't have I don't have that type of time anymore though because Taylor knows I'm surprised Junior hasn't even walked in yet uh, <laughs> so I probably okay no sorry please yeah <laughs> I only probably got about 10 minutes in the bathtub before I have to get out so anyways it's just adding those little things one by one into having like a soft life and just doing you know just small little things like I am I identify as a Christian so getting back into reading devotionals mm. and meeting with other individuals it doesn't even have to be women that um I can learn from their perspectives and how they're interpreting the word um and so those are kind of like the more ease and abundance type things that I would want to add in but Honestly, I would have to take some things off my plates in order to add those things in because things are just a little bit crazy right now. So that would be something I would have to be very intentional. I think soft life is very intentional. You're being disciplined. And like you talked about boundaries to be able to do these things to restore yourself and fill your cup. And you have to you have to be protective over that. And I think a lot of us maybe start off that way, but we we get um, persuaded and influenced and and completely we go back to the same habits that we said we didn't want to have anymore. So So how about you? Yeah, I think soft life to me and then something that I kind of read is that it's about centering on your mental health. Um, is really what it's all about and so for me to center on my mental health um, is and self-care um, it looks a lot like what I do now <laughs> um, only doing things within my capacity and that allows me to do the things that make me me like going to the gym um, cultivating and nourishing the relationships that mean the most to me and as much as you think I don't answer your call you're still like the person I talk to the most I know I haven't said that I haven't given you that <laughs> feedback in a long time so you haven't. but I also yeah so I think and I've been intentional because you know it's not fair so yes I do, <laughs> I okay. do. no it's not fair to you to call me and, and me not answer um so that's why I feel like I make an effort to make sure that I can sacrifice that time. Like it's not that big of a deal and it's really not. So (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. like that type of thing. Um, I require a lot of alone time. So I kind of like my ideal, like I know what my ideal is and for each phase of my life. I think that a lot of soft life is going with the flow but still remaining who you are through it. Um, and so I know in those times of like high stress, I'm I'm getting up at five o'clock in the morning because it feels good. It's actually kind of romantic to me, like in a way, like up before the sun and going to the gym and, you know, going to the sauna after I do a spin class and, you know, listening to a podcast in the sauna um and then going home and having eggs and toast with uh coffee no creamer like I can I and what my house looks like what my car looks like like I can picture all of those things of what I 
would like for like my life to feel like um I think that soft is a feeling soft is a texture it's something that can can look different ways a lot of the time soft can be my blanket but it can also be marshmallows um it could also be um what's something else you describe as soft uh a mattress or or skin like it can it can be so many different things of like textures and um what you would describe as soft um but I I think the main thing for myself is just being able to remember who I am (laughs) and also not necessarily allow people to like waver me too much and I think that's kind of my whole mo um and why my life mantra is ease and abundance um because i i don't want to be like i can go without and so um but uh, like as in like financially right like <laughs> i don't want to be like oh well i mean i don't want to do my high stress job but i want these louis vuittons what am i going to do um <laughs> you know what i mean like i don't necessarily think that's it for me I think that I will have a high stress job but I love that I like being important at work I like being bossy at work um and so she likes being bossy outside of work I I am I bossy outside of work (laughs) am I I think think compared to me no uh but I I really don't think I'm bossy that much around family uh no but I see how you interact with your friends and people that aren't family and you have high expectations of them and they and that's why they are but they're like my chosen you know what I mean and that's fine (laughs) so they know I'm bossy and that's like our dynamic um because then I hate when I'm like in a situation and I'm trying to be easeful right and I'm trying to just let them decide and then I don't know what do you think and I'm like I gave you this opportunity to try to figure it out yourself and now you're asking that's the example right there Uh, (laughs) I'm just saying because I mean I can figure I can always give you an option I can always give you my opinion but sometimes I want to hear other people's opinion anyway so um I and and those who don't know me I'm not a terror like I'm not like no one said that uh, no, no, I know, but I'm just saying <laughs> how I just spoke about myself. I wouldn't say I'm a terror. I would say that it's more like I asked you if you wanted a foot rub or a back rub, and you're like, I don't know. I just feel pain, and you're, I'm like, but where? And then I'll give you the like foot rub because you can't decide if it's your back or your feet. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I that's what we will argue about, right? But, um. I definitely feel like uh, that's what my and I know like I what house I want and I and I know it's not in a subdivision like I just see all these things that I would like you know and Mm -hmm. so I think um, I think having those unique perspectives and kind of knowing the goal allows me to like set up the steps to get there but at the same time 
not get lost in the steps because I think that's that's kind of the idea of this resilience piece of like people putting more on you than you really at the end of the day should be capable of you know and I think that's kind of what soft life means to me um or should have to be responsible for and I'll ask you this question as our last question before we get out of here you mentioned how you know things look different for you as a mom than as they did when you were 21 22 but like do you think there's different ways of cultivating a soft life even with maintaining a routine with your child um yes and I think um a way that you can do that to me that has been successful is incorporating and teaching them that Mm -hmm. so um my son is very he gets really excited about the the smallest things um and anything that can be new that his mommy or daddy are doing he is all for it so like if and he also hangs on to experiences um so for an example I'll just drop this one little nugget and then I'll wrap it up with your question is um he loves watching Food Network (laughs) and to him yeah and but I enjoy watching Food Network and so my enjoyment from it has rubbed off on him but specifically um, he enjoys cooking um, and being in the kitchen with us because that is just a part of, you know, something that I'm, I like, well, I wouldn't say I like cooking, something that I do that <laughs> I, <laughs> that I feel, you know, obligated and to a certain extent to be more responsible doing. Um, But, you know, he asked for like chicken wings the other day and he like wanted to help make them. But then also, you know, we'll get to a tip later. Um, And I bring up chicken wings because of at least a part of like soft life and how that's evolved, like having a better um, like nutrition when you're thinking about being mindful of what you're putting in your body. Um, Does my child eat fast food? Yes. Uh, Do we try? Well, does Nick try to keep us from going to McDonald's and stuff like that? Yes. Chick-fil-A is always top notch in our house, but chick-fil-a is expensive so (laughs) that's to go there too often like i just need uh what did you call it a medicine ball i need tea from starbucks yeah (laughs) that's another thing that's another thing a soft life is um instead of putting instead of you know there's nothing wrong with medicine but using remedies to kind of help restore your body and yes he is one of those uh, spoiled Starbucks kids that know what medicine ball is and yes we do we are one of those people that go and spend the, the three dollars on a, a when you could make it at home I know I know judge just judge me but <laughs> um but I think for as a mom you know if there's things that I want to add into my life and have a softer life I think that when you have a child and you're trying to do this for yourself, but also um, 
you know, relieve the stress and gain the time back to be able to, to pour into yourself. Sometimes you have to, to a certain extent, sometimes you can add your child into your routine or to something that you want to implement um, yeah. to so that you can still find ways to enjoy it. So waking up early in the morning to work out is something that my husband and I, we care about the temple that God has given us. And we, we try our hardest to, to move our bodies for our own health, you know, reasons. And so for junior, if we end up waking him up, he's also down there at five o'clock in the morning, uh, I don't know, attempting to, I guess, work out as a three-year-old. But I think having that soft life, sometimes like we put so much stress on ourselves as moms that we feel like we, if we can't, we feel like we can't do stuff because we can't do it by ourselves. Like, hey, I can't go get my nails done because I have to take care of my kid. Hey, I can't do X, Y, and Z because I'm a mom or I am a wife or I'm a whatever. And I think there is some ownership on just saying, hey, this is the life that I want to live. And if it can't, if I can't spend still these five to 10 minutes by myself to be able to have this opportunity for myself, then maybe the next best thing is to add my child into this. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk about one way I kind of kind of didn't do that with the tip of the week, but does that answer your question? I feel like I was all over the place, but yeah, I think it does. I think it does answer it. I also think like another part of it is like, like you said, incorporating them, but then also setting boundaries with them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, this is mommy and daddy's space, or this is mommy's space. When mommy <laughs> has the door closed, that means you get can't... out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that means you may not come in. Um, you that means you may have to knock. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, I definitely. I mean, I didn't. I don't have kids, obviously, but I could think of sometimes with like children, I have had that experience. Um, yeah, there's no boundaries until you set them. And I think the, I look at Junior all the time and I tell him, uh, especially since I've been very vulnerable and uh, sad and uh, going through a lot this month in January is I just like his cuddles and his hugs. And I know at three, he's so innocent and he is so willing to just like love on you and be around you and just wants to like be next to you and learn and like, I don't want to say be your friend, but just enjoy your company. And I know by the time he, well, I wouldn't say all the time, but potentially when he gets older, he's going to be like, listen, I don't want to hang out with you. And I want to miss that little three-year-old when I was like, get out, you know, like I'm going to miss those hugs and kisses and you know when I've been crying this week coming over and saying mommy why is there tears in your eyes and wiping your tears and giving you a hug and not even knowing what's going on with you but just like the innocence of just saying you know I feel your energy and I just want you to know that I love and care about you and I'm gonna give you this comfort so I think uh there's boundaries that should be set but I also think like they grow up so quick so you know like love on them while you still can if you can boundaries don't mean you don't love them yeah 
I that this is true but sometimes when I think of boundaries I think of like get out this is mommy and daddy's bed and yes that is to a certain extent get out but you know like but it's also like you know I'm gonna enjoy this while you're three but when you turn like six this is disgusting and ridiculous like you are girl you were in like grade school get out like you're like listen I was in mommy's bed until I was in middle school but <laughs> it wasn't until I was eight, first of all. And yes, that was still too old. But another caveat to that was it wasn't mommy and daddy. It was just well, so <laughs> that makes a difference, I guess. But, but anyways, y'all, we can continue this and we are um getting getting to the top of the hour. And so um but does that answer? I I feel like I just kind of rambled. Does yeah, it? You did. I I mean, this is all just a conversation. I like, know that I know. people just happen to want to listen to for whatever reason. <laughs> I know. I just sometimes feel like you know when we're having conversation, posing the question, I just want to always make sure I'm like at least getting somewhat close. But yeah. um, and but I anyway. think that you are, um, and I see that you are taking steps to have as soft of a life as you deserve and that you would like yeah it's uh it's I don't know I I think it's getting back to the basics for me Mm. uh and we can probably talk about this in in next week's episode but really understanding what level of needs do you need in order for you to be content and I'm not saying content like don't continue to bust your butt at work and strive and meet your goals but more of contentment with what it uh working those goals for a purpose um and a direction but anyways taylor what is the self-care tip of the week yes so self-care tip of the week builds off of um our conversation this week which is to write down what a soft life looks like for you. Um, something that I have definitely seen on Instagram. Um, I love like reels and like the soft ones where it's like they're watering the plants or it starts with the plants and then they go to their kitchen that's like so clean and contemporary and then they do like the coffee with the ice cube with the lo-fi music in the background Mm -hmm. I hope that I'm setting the scene for you guys but like (laughs) when I think of a soft life I think of those types of things with the the plants as a sign of like nature within your house which are scientifically proven to help with mood um and then also there is this concept of like kind of removing yourself from your current environment so maybe taking a self-vacation getting a journal and writing down what it is that you would like to cultivate um I've realized I think I was telling you guys about some of the habits I was having which is like journaling and I I loathe it sometimes to be Mm -hmm. completely honest with you like I'll get in the mood to do it sometimes but having a consistent journal I don't think is like my zhuzh but um I say I bring up the journaling concept of like setting space at one specific time when you feel like it because that is also a really big point of this um taking a self-care trip 
um, which is a solo trip to wherever you can afford and whatever like vibe you want to cultivate. So if you want to have a luxury um, life, go to a luxury hotel um, and uh, write down what do your mornings look like? Is it warm in your house? Is it cool in your house? Um, do you have sliding curtains that reveal the sun and you wake up to the sun? Or do you have an alarm that allows you to wake up or one of those projector lights that allows that brightens your room progressively to wake you up? Um, do you go to sleep to music? Or do you go to sleep to TV? Um, what are all of the little intricacies in your day that set a basis for how you want to show up? Uh, so some of this for me, um, I definitely want to get more into automated things. Um, being yeah, able to automate. Well, not like you I, and then, like <laughs> I, when I say automate I'm talking about like um I have a diffuser <laughs> I want to be able to have a smart switch that turns my diffuser on when it's time to go to bed mm -hmm. or um I want to also get a projection um alarm so that uh I don't know because the light of it I don't know I think I would like that <laughs> mm -hmm. um one thing that I kind of automate I like to go to sleep to tv but I do not want it on throughout the night so I set a timer um all of those types of things having my coffee I walk out and my coffee's already pouring so I already know that like when my alarm clock goes off at 7 30 I need to be out to the kitchen by eight so that I can get my coffee while it's hot you know like <laughs> those types of things um my toast just falls down in the toaster and pops up. like all of the little things like almost like I have you a smart house yeah <laughs> almost <laughs> like I have a maid like that's here to just take care of me you know but it's technology and I know I I, I know I will get there um and I'll have to consult my friend Jordan probably because his house is pretty smart actually um but I think all of that being said and done figure out what it is for you maybe you like the monotony of drawing back the the blinds and you know doing your french press coffee so that it could never well, I mean you could get an automated french press but most likely you like the pushing the plunger down and all of that type of stuff um so figuring out what that looks like for you to cultivate the the um feel and taking care of yourself before you go into the world I think that's what uh, a soft life looks like for me um and yeah so figure out what a soft life looks like for you take a self-care vacation trip um and and write it out it doesn't even have to be maybe a vacation I'm going to modify that prompt and say even just going to a park and finding out um the figuring out what it is that you would like and to uh bring that softness to your life um so that's that that's your self-care tip of the week I rambled a bit um but coming back 
um figure out what a soft life for you looks like so that's the self-care tip of the week so amber (laughs) i know i'm like literally losing steam um what is your (laughs) tip of the week so my tip of the week is trying a sleep meditation so like I mentioned uh, earlier about incorporating your children and I feel like after the shame Taylor shaming me over the medicine ball and I didn't shame you over the medicine ball (laughs) I just said you could make it yourself (laughs) but I I do think my child is privileged I'll just accept it right there but um because we exposed him to a lot of different things honestly um and and there's not I feel like there's nothing wrong with that but there's absolutely nothing wrong with that yeah but um one of the things that he thought was kind of cool because you know three-year-olds think everything's cool um is he likes to listen to a sound machine and or it's a YouTube channel that plays a sound machine type of lullabies, white noise every single time he goes to bed. Um, and uh, somehow, I don't know how he ended up in our bed, but for some reason he did. And um, I've been noticing for myself that I've been not necessarily having a hard time like going to sleep but a hard time uh, quieting my mind. And most of the time I used to listen to podcasts, but I've been noticing since my mind is up that I actually pay attention to the podcast. And then like, that doesn't help me get the sleep that I need. And so um, I've been seeing a lot of content trending towards sleep deprivation um and how sleep is pretty like much kill like taking us out because it's lowering our immune system it's not allowing our body to reset restore blah 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 and I am like the worst person to I definitely am not on here trying to advocate that I do everything right my sleep is trash and so um it was this podcast recently that literally kind of like um traumatizing is very like over the top it was very it, it insightful there we go mm-hmm. that's the best word and, and I'll share it with you guys in the show notes if you even want to listen but it was from this Oxford professor um, that was talking about his research around sleep and how the lack of sleep is is hurting um, hurting people and what what impacts it's making especially over long periods of time and he goes into a whole bunch of different theories and and different things and it was very it, I I literally have it saved to my apple podcast and I've literally played it like three times and I even shared it with our dad it's that about the book why we sleep uh he might have mm-hmm. um but I even shared it with our dad and our aunt Sophia like it was that just like impactful to me so anyways, it led me into this journey of being very mindful of cutting back caffeine because that was one of the things that he mentioned in there that also is like triggering our bodies um, and it's not healthy. Um, and then uh, he also mentioned just like finding um, sound, being more mindful of our sound and our light mm-hmm. uh, as we're trying to go to sleep. So anyways... I added in sleep meditation 
Mm -hmm. And um, to circle back to the story about Junior um, being in our room because he was having issues falling asleep, um, he asked me if he could have one of my AirPods and he wanted to listen to the sleep meditation. And so you can find sleep meditations. I listen to them on the Peloton app, but you can, if you don't have like a workout app, like you don't have to pay for sleep meditations. Like Fit On, I think, has some sleep meditations. And that's yeah. a free fitness app. You YouTube. can go to YouTube and find like white noise or, you know, sleep meditations. I just like it because it helps with the breathing aspect of it. Sometimes I forget how important breathing is. Um, but then also it's just relaxing. And so um, in that example uh, where we were listening to, I think it was Aditi or it was Chelsea, um, junior and I have fell asleep literally within like five minutes of it starting. And I have noticed that when I do listen to sleep meditation, especially that breathing part and calms my body down so much where it allows me to have very restful and peaceful sleep, yes. which I find is, uh, even if it only is five, you know, five and a half hours, if that's all that I was able to get in at least I made the most of the REM sleep in that five and a half hours and it wasn't like broken, disjointed, you know, terrible sleep. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's the tip that I would give to you guys. Kind of like Taylor's self-care tip, you know, dipping into her little area a little bit. But it's one of those things that have really been helping me out a lot often. And so I just wanted to share it with you guys. And I hope that, you said kind of dipping into my self-care bag. I hope <laughs> you guys see how diverse self-care is and how holistic it is from your sleep down to imagining what you want your nervous system to feel like throughout the day. Because that's like a really big piece of self-care as well. And I also think uh, one last thing that I'll add to is with the sleep, you know, if, I, if I'm looking at it from more of a business aspect, my um, old boss slash mentor always told me like, you've got to get your sleep to in order to be a high performer. And um, like, I was just like, yeah, I, I just, I don't have enough time. Like it takes a little, me a little bit more time to process. But I really did notice that the sleep deprivation, at least at that time where I was work, you know, working in that uh, at that time and I was sacrificing sleep, it was um, sacrificing my focus. Mm -hmm. And so I do find myself with the more sleep, like if you're looking at it for more of a productive business or working type aspect, the more sleep that you're able to get or the sleep, because his he was also kind of like questioning the seven to eight hours, six to eight hours type thing. Like he was more focused on how does your body feel versus how many hours you're getting. But um, if you are like working on a project or working on different things and you're finding yourself always leaning towards caffeine to or energy pills or whatever to keep you focused, like sometimes that very restful sleep can kind of help you be more productive at work and getting things done and being engaged and present on what you're working on and being yeah. able to quiet your mind and focus. Mm -hmm. um, but you don't get sleep, your anxiety level is one of the things he mentions goes up and that can cause a lot of like you panicking 
because you know you're not you're not able to focus because you're so exhausted yeah um which can also be a huge toll on your heart um cause a lot of issues so yes it 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 really it like did a number on me so i'm glad i guess i've been telling you about your sleep so my god (laughs) taylor's like i'm just piecing you together putting you back together bit by bit we're working on you i'll stop (laughs) taking credit i can Uh, do that (laughs) (laughs) all right y'all so we're done uh so taylor where can you find us you can find us on Instagram at theinnercircle.podgals. You can also send us an email to theinnercircle.podgals at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, follow, share. And also, too, if you made it this far in the podcast, go on and you're listening on Spotify. Go on Spotify and answer the freaking question. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, but give us your feedback and let us know how you feel um obviously you guys are really good at uh dming us or sending us messages and letting us know of your feedback but it's private no one can see it like no no one's gonna think you're weird you're actually talking to a, a person you're not talking to a spotify the computer uh, so uh, but if you want to awesome. go ahead uh, I was just gonna let y'all know you can also find me on Hinge. Oh, anyways, <laughs> Taylor's DMs about to blow up. But, uh, but yeah, definitely um, share, and we are so excited to be back. Definitely let everybody know that we're back, and we've been posting on social media and our story that we have new episodes that drop, and so we're gonna try to be consistent in getting these out. Every Thursday, I can't promise you what time of day this is going to be, but it's going to be on Thursday. Um, Most likely, and sometimes it won't, and you guys will take it either way. <laughs> <laughs> well, Taylor's setting those boundaries. All right, well, there we go. Uh, all right, guys, well, have a good week and a good weekend. Bye, y'all. Take good care.